Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. Hey, I want to welcome everybody here today. I'm here with Andre Hoffman, who's, who's coming to us from the other side of the world, literally 12 hours away in um, Australia. What city are you in in Australia? What's the weather? It's no, what's the city? Oh, Sydney. City. Oh, Sydney. Okay. Get, a, get them all confused there. And um, I just want to thank him, first of all. I know this is called Harness the Web. And he and I have been working really hard at trying to harness the web to make this work. <laughs> um, because the, the tools we were using were not working, right? So it is the kind of thing that... Um, I don't know. It's kind of what we're about, really. Is like, hey, you can get through it, you can do it, and it's behind you. So that's behind us. And anyways, Andre is known as the doctor of self-worth. Can you explain that? Yeah, of course. I will share a bit about my story because it has come from childhood, or that's where it started. I really had a dysfunctional relationship with my father. He's been uh, very busy. He's been away mm -hmm. a lot. He's running his own business and a lot of fears, anxieties, anger. And I found myself not loved. And probably early on in my life, I must have decided I'm not worth my dad's love or I'm not accepted or something is broken. Yeah. I'm not good enough. And I started to live my life from that belief and it was very challenging i was you, the one who blushed when you, yeah when you were younger did you get into a lot of trouble i would say the mind has specific ways to challenge and overcome situations and my strategy at the time was proving myself okay i become, become a very high achiever in many facets of life but it came from this wound I went as far as running marathons to impress. I was climbing ice, summiting mountains around the world. I went long distance swimming, though I'd never done it before, <laughs> almost in this path of self-destruction. And I faced death several times in NDEs. I was almost suicidal to the point that I knew something had to fundamentally change. And life slapped me in the face in the corporate environment later on. Then I started to run from my dad. First, I lived in Ireland. <laughs> then I moved on to New Zealand. And I ended up in Australia. And in the meantime, I started a business in 2008 or 10. I landed this personal development space. And I knew there's something in me I have to find, let go and move on. And I've spent, well, over $100,000 on several programs, weekend events. And it could not help me to unlock that secret door in my head until four or five years ago, uh, I found someone who was a mindset specialist and was able to help me to unleash my potential of who I am because I was 
thought my life is not going to make sense and I will be like this for the rest of my life. I become almost my dad, the verge of working myself to death six, seven days a week. And when I found this mentor called Matt Catling and his organization, he was able to get to this mind, this sabotaging mind to connect me to my purpose. And that has been, as he helped me, I realized this is such a key thing for people to reconnect to themselves or who they are, that authentic self-worth is necessary to take out to the world and for people to finally come to this peace with self, with the world, and then do their life's work, which is more about from best version becoming a purpose of life, which they love, they enjoy, and they love showing up every day of the week. For me, it's a Sunday, I have to say. And I've got another speaking event later on. So I enjoy this so much. And I see these transformations around people around me, business owners, that has a ripple effect. But shortly, that's where the Dr. Self-Worth brand has come from. My clients started to call me the Dr. Self-Worth because I work with precision almost emotional limiting belief surgery when they come to me i become very fast at identifying self-sabotaging beliefs and patterns and it does not take too much for me sometimes just a few sessions to release them and people have a new reality so now, is, how can, can i just ask um, this is for yourself and maybe even for the process you use now. Is it something that once you find whatever the thing is that's holding them back, is it like an immediate kind of release or is it more of a journey release? See, it's a process. The mind is acting for our best interest. Now, how can that be? What it does too hard to handle situations in the past or events are going to this big black tight container <laughs> or pile. And we don't want to have a look at it. It was too painful, too intense, and we never want to go back there. And when this baggage or this box is starting to fill up, then we see experiences in our life that's just really not what we want. And what I do, I start to kind of unload and release the baggage that people are carrying around and at times it's a sudden release absolutely they experience it in their body and at times it's work in progress where they have an absolute shift of identity or who they think they are because identity or self-worth really comes from what happened to us in the future the collection of experiences, events, what's been told to us and how we had been treated. I imagine we start to change, almost change the past. Then you become literally a different person. So, um, so like in your process, how does it work? So someone sits down and they you kind of like explore their life or... The, well, I, 
very good question. I work with this subconscious part of the mind. Now, this is the mind that doesn't need to think and analyze too much. You got the intelligent, like the intelligent part of the brain, yeah, which yeah. Is doing the analyzing, the lexical knowledge, the reading, almost hungry of information and more knowledge. Well, that's not really what runs your life or anyone else's life. There is this mm -hmm. other side which accounts for 95% of your results. And this is the mind that exactly knows what to do. It's a survival mind. This is the one that helps you to avoid a near miss or a collision. Like you may have had a situation in your life when you didn't have time to analyze. This mind did the, did the work for you straight away. Yeah. Now that, that's what I need to work with. And that mind knows where limiting patterns or self-sabotage coming from. For example, not good enough. I should not stand out or excel. Could be coming from a tiny event from, let's say, school. Seven, eight-year-old stood up to recite a poem or whatever it was, and they, he had been laughed at. That could have been an emotionally intense and vulnerable place. And the mind says, well, this is so bad. I could be humiliated, almost killed here. Mm -hmm. I won't let that happen. I just decide I'm not good enough. And I play small for the rest of my life. That could be just an example if this helps. And I identify, I find that. And I almost pull out the root of that decision. There's so many learnings when one is going back with all the wisdom of life that one gathers to 30, 40, 50 years old, because these, this is how long these patterns are running lives. So when we kind of go back there, there's so many learnings and, and from an older age or perspective that the mind works almost as if it was a lawyer. It's stacking. It's got a lot of evidence in someone's life that, oh, I'm not good enough. But then they change the perspective of what really happened. And the emotion and this limiting pattern just drops away because the mind actually wants to help us. But in the IT terms, which may be a really good example, it's as if we were running on Windows 1995 <laughs> today. Imagine. Like it would actually crash every minute. We wouldn't be able to function our lives because survival programming is always above thriving or contribution or joy and fun. Yeah. Is always overtaking, especially when there is squeeze or pressure, tense situations. People just go back to old survival, fight and flight mode, they call it in the US, probably. Yeah, for me, it's funny because I had a, a, a point where I discovered or I saw that I didn't value what I had to say. Hmm. And it's funny because it happened in an instant. Um, I was real quiet. I, went, I was taking a training program. I didn't say anything the entire weekend, right? It was three days. I didn't say anything. And then 
on the last night, they're supposed to, the instructor was calling on people. And I was, I don't know, one of, let's say there was 300 people in the room. Mm. He calls on me. So I get up, I get up in the front because I, anyways, I'm up in the front and the guy in front of me like moved uh, New York City to Los Angeles over the weekend, right? At least that's what it seemed like. And it's like, well, who's going to want to listen to me now? And if I could have, I would have sat back down. Um, But I got, got up and I just kept going. And I was looking down, I remember, and I told this story about my family. Anyways, at the end of the story, I looked up and all 300 people were sitting on the edge of their seat. Some of them were crying mm. and like, boom, it was gone. You know, it, it yeah. at that instant, it kind of lost its grip on me. Yeah, the, the message is, I believe sometimes that each of us has so much to give. Our story is really resonating with someone else. And I love helping people to contribute to find what they love that passion project yeah turn that into a business then that's an inspired charged life yeah so how like how do they do how do you do that with someone so you you help them get at the the thing that's holding them back right Mm -hmm. how do you get at the like um where's your passion project how do you get at that so here's what i believe about humans we had that time in our life and we knew exactly what we want. Young, child, it's not giving up. Natural entrepreneurs. Even if I go back to tying your shoes or try to walk, like, they didn't have the limiting belief, yeah, it's not going to happen for me. I can't do it. It's too hard. Yeah. Like, you try a thousand times. Like, what if that's exactly what we need to do when we are going out to explore almost like a child that what is my passion what do i love to do and what's really in the way is what happened since that childhood a bit been now yeah a lot of crappy things sometimes in the way and imagine if i could a lot of evidence remove yeah. The limitations that people have picked up or events in their past, they have put a meaning and association that it's because the mind loves to play this game. It's because I'm not smart enough. It's because I'm unloved. Because I can't do it, all of that. If we remove all of that, the person, this person naturally starts to unfold towards I call best version from first from wounded self, unaware of carrying yeah. the past, removing the baggage to best version. And from best version, automatically there is this space, creativity, opportunities start to show up, at times new clients. And it gets easy. There's no more hard push. Of course, there will be challenges because it is laboring the new version of self. And of course, then 
it's easier to see what I'm about. How could I add to the, the environment, businesses? How could I serve others? But from a wounded perspective, it's impossible to see it. All we see is the problems, the problems, the challenges, the challenges, and that's our life because probably that's where mindset is locked up all day. I'm talking about the problems, looking at the problems. What am I creating? More. More problems, yeah. Absolutely. Consciousness works simple. What I add or where I focus, when my focus is what I give energy to, where my attention is, there'll be more and more and more, even if it's painful. Does this help? It's, 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 um, it's kind of a bad, I was going to say, a bad prognosis for humans that they do that to themselves. Hmm. Unawareness, I would have to say. And I become this language. How much of it, how much of it do you think is fear, whether they realize it or not, fear to even find out? Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm experiencing a certain thing. It's normal. Mm. I'm just okay with it. And subconsciously, I'm afraid to find out that there's something else. You got it. You got it. This mind loves to keep the status quo. I know this. It's familiar. It's safe. It's keeping me in this environment. Imagine going back, because this mind hasn't changed much in hundreds of thousands of years. <laughs> I know this area where I was gathering and hunting, but I know where to hide if things go bad. And if there's a bear or there's a predator, I have some advantages. But venturing out to new territories, could be a potential serious threat to my life. And that's how the mind puts everything in the way of change. And this is why change is so difficult. But I believe when one realizes that actually finding out who I am or what I'm here for, I'm not in a situation of life and death not so serious and there is probably a more open mind to work with yeah. how, how do you know how do you know or how does someone know that they're at a stage where they're ready to find out what's holding them back oh such a good question uh, well there's two ways one is the fast way and it at times does not require me the fast way is that you've got an absolute collapse in your life, financial, health, and the mind has no more choices left. The old way is not working anymore. Crisis is the fastest way to change. Yeah. The other way is that someone starts to look back in their life and somehow realizes that, oh, well, it's happening, but not good enough. It's happening in my career. My life's not making sense. I'm not getting promoted. I can't earn more, although I want to. Then I've got this relationship that I don't really feel that I'm doing my best. 
other areas of life showing the same patterns. And that comes a time when we start to take responsibility and say, well, can't blame anyone else anymore, the government, the any well, authority. You can. Some people do continue on forever, just blaming somebody else. And and at that time, that's where my clients start to show up for themselves and say, well, I'm I've been there. Somehow it keeps happening to me. And I want change because it's been too painful and I want something different and that's where commitment and decision comes into place I don't work with a lot of people I want 9 10 out of 10 commitment because it's not hard all I need is someone who says I'm ready so basically when someone feels stuck Mm. right or they have a repeating pattern like yeah, life yeah. is life is a repeating pattern for them. Then that's the time that they should be reaching out to you. Exactly. Or when they realize that they will always be restricted with their current beliefs. Every one of us is. Why? Yeah. Because the results that we experience in our life now is exactly the printout of the programming or this subconscious mind that we run so if you want new results that requires a new level of thinking new levels of values probably new awareness and it's it's not hard it's just remember on windows 95 (laughs) it is really hard it's really hard it's asking windows 95 now Give me new results. I want to run this new app that would really take me to my new outcomes in life. And Windows 95 is not supporting me. And I'm beating up Windows 95. Or it's beating you up. Hmm. And, and maybe I'll just expand this in a little more because if people understand this, then this is one of the key concepts. Our mind is experiencing the outside world through the five senses, you know, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, all of that. And we have got only 1% that we can actually process in IT terms. You're going to love this, Steve, is according to research, maybe 10 years ago, there were two and a half million bit per second amount of information overload even more today, I guess, on us. So what do we do to not fry our brain and have the blue death of windows in our mind? We delete 99%. So we think we know what's going on. Hmm, 1% of the information we can gather as if I was throwing you two and a half million matches every second, then you can only grab a handful. It's 138, that's the number in the research. And you grab that and this is your reality. Well, it's not reality, it's your perception of reality. And if we look at this from that point of view, then what could be the filter? Where am I, what am I deleting? 
am I deleting that I can achieve anything I want? I could inspire people. I could triple my results. That's what's happening. I, I change the filters because the filters are nothing else but the beliefs and the programming. That's you. I change the beliefs, the filters. And there, there is a person who is seeing a different 1% of reality. It's almost like magic. So then the reality that's been there or along my mentor says, well, abundance has been provided a long time ago, but you didn't tap into it or you did not plug into it. It's been there for you. Yeah. So um, how do people get a hold of you or find out more? Hmm. There is, uh, you can write me an email, doctor. Oh, I'll share it. Doctor.of.self.worth at gmail.com. Or you find me hashtag doctor of self-worth in Oran social media, for example, Facebook. So doctor of self-worth. Hmm. Doctor of self-worth. That's the hashtag doctor of self-worth. Okay. And that would allow you to find my content. Uh, also, I have, I have a book that I've recently uh, written, and it's about journey back to your authentic self-worth. That's on, uh, that's on a Podia page. Uh, well, we can share it below the video, around the video if you want, uh, or I can spell it out for you which one would you share it no if you share it and i can just put it in the show notes Hmm. because as i said it's uh it's an amazing journey back to ourselves there's so much that we pick up from parents that is not serving us um it's amazing and i want to Thank you for again for being with us today. Mm. And I want to encourage people to reach out to you if they think it's the, the right time for them. Even if they don't think it's the right time, might be, they should do that. Um, and I just, um, I want to really thank you and, and um, authentically thank you, I guess is the, the word. Mm. I'm happy you were here and that you uh, had the, the perseverance to suffer through all the technical issues we had to get this going. <laughs> this was uh, really nothing compared to what I have been myself put through in my lack of self-worth journey. Hey, if you're like me, um, and like a lot of men over 40, there's probably a reason why you're having a hard time losing weight. And if you're like me, um, I tried everything. I went to the gym. I cut back on what I was eating. I even cut out beer. I tried like 10, 15, maybe more weight loss programs. And for all of them, um, nothing really worked. So then somebody encouraged me to try the Elite Man weight loss system or program. And it's really a lifestyle change. So I gave it a try and I dropped 50 pounds so far and I couldn't feel better. We have a video that's gonna tell you uh, why you're not losing weight and some of the things you can do in terms of your eating and your diet 
so that you can lose weight and uh, like that. So it's a video, it's about 30 minutes. And if you're interested in that, you can go to http colon forward slash forward slash dot or forward slash elite. So that's stevepeck.co forward slash elite. Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Peck. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit harnesstheweb.net. We'll see you next time.